You're listening to the Burke and Ms. The Wiz Montalban Fantasy Football Podcast, where I go to fulfill my fantasy. Football desires with expert opinions, advice, and analysis that you can't find anywhere else. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we are for another podcast. Burke will be not joining us today. He was uh, putting up the ornaments on his Christmas tree, and he got lost in the Christmas tree, so he's trying to find his way out. So in the meantime, uh, it'll just be me today, and I'll take over the show. So let's get right into the starts and sits for all the games this coming weekend. Our first preview is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Detroit Lions. It's a four-point spread favoring the Buccaneers. I would lean towards the Buccaneers, and I'd take the four points. I was kind of hesitant, depending on Jameis Winston, uh, on whether he played or not. Jameis Winston is, in fact, playing, so I I do like that uh, point spread. I think the Buccaneers win by more than four points. Uh, that's not to say the Lions don't give them a game, uh, especially passing. I think David Blow or Blau or, uh, uh, you know, however you say his name, I think uh, he'll have a pretty productive day. Um, I know he doesn't have Marvin Jones, doesn't have uh, doesn't have Hall, but uh, I expect a big game from Galladay on the Buccaneers' side. Um, and actually, to be honest, that's all I like. Buccaneers are good at stopping the run, so besides Galladay, um, Blau could actually have a decent game with uh, some of the other weapons. You just don't know who else is going to step up. So outside of Galladay, um, I, I probably wouldn't start anyone else, especially for if you're in the semifinals for your playoffs. On the Buccaneer side, I like Jameis Winston a lot uh, if he's playing, and it looks like he is. Detroit's not that great at defending the pass. Buccaneers are great at throwing the pass. So I... Uh, I like Jameis Winston, and I like Chris Godwin a whole lot. Um, I think Godwin's just going to explode this week. Um, but on the flip side, with Evans being out, uh, which is going to, I think, hurt their offense a little bit, I could see O.J. Howard stepping up. I think he gets more involved than he normally does. He's actually had two good weeks in a row, which is rare for O.J. Howard. So I think he steps up and is productive and worth a play uh, if you have him on your team still which, if you don't, is totally understandable. Um, But Justin Watson, too. I really like Justin Watson. He's the guy starting for Mike Evans. And I still expect Scotty Miller, if he does play, and uh, uh, Broussard Perriman to be involved. But I think Justin Watson is the other receiver to own for the Buccaneers. And I think he scores a touchdown as well. So I I think he... uh, He's definitely a good play that you need to have on your team. And Ronald Jones, Peyton Barber. I really don't like this mess because one of those running backs are going to have a really nice day. You don't know who it is. But I kind of side with Peyton Barber having the, the big game because he scored more touchdowns than Ronald Jones. I just think that Barber has more upside in regards to those touchdowns. So... Um, if, if I had the choice, I'd be starting Barber over Ronald Jones. And to be honest, if you had better options, I would probably go with them because it's so uh, 
you don't know who the running back's going to be, but you know whoever it is is going to get yards. So that's what that's where it's tough. It's kind of like the 49ers. So this next game is the Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington Redskins. And I got to tell you, it, it, it's a 5.5 spread for the Eagles. So I actually think the Eagles win by 5.5. I, I was kind of a little bit hesitant to, uh, I almost went with the Redskins. But all in all, you know, with the Eagles not having as many weapons, uh, Washington being at home, I just like the Eagles. They're in more of a desperate situation. They're fighting the Cowboys for the conference, or I should say the division uh, title. And these are games that they need to win. And I, I think they win by at least a touchdown. It is going to be tough, though, because Nelson Aguilar is not going to play. Lane Johnson's not going to play. Jordan Howard's not going to play. There's really not a lot of weapons for the Eagles. And so having said that on the Eagles side of the ball, I'm not big on Carson Wentz. Um, I don't, I know he has a great matchup, but there's only so many people he can distribute the ball to with uh, the amount of injuries. Um, you have Greg Ward, you have uh, JJ, Arcega, Whiteside. So I think they could be productive, but not someone that I would be starting on my fantasy team for a semifinal playoff game. So I might have them sit. Uh, Boston Scott, I, I think he's a great talent. He can actually blow up against this uh, Redskins run defense. But I like Miles Sanders because he's going to be the one starting. He didn't have – he had a less than productive day than what you would expect last week against the Giants. But I think he kind of makes up for it against the Redskins. Uh, receiving and running the ball, I think he's going to be the main weapon. So you definitely want to be starting Miles Sanders. And you want to be starting both tight ends. Dallas uh, Goddard and Zach Ertz, I think, are going to be uh, productive and having a great game. So put them in your lineup if you have them. On the Redskins side of the ball, Trey Quinn's out. Paul Richardson is out again. Um, uh, I like Terry McLaren. He's a talent. Eagles secondary is not so great. And, you know, McLaren's been suffering because of the quarterback play. But here I think, you know, he's... He doesn't need the ball a lot to make big plays, and I, I think he can do that, especially with Ronald Darby being kind of banged up. So having said that, I'm not big on Dwayne Haskins. Please don't play him. And the running backs, the Eagles are actually have a pretty good run defense, so I'm staying away from Adrian Peterson and uh, Chris Thompson in this one. And I say that Adrian Peterson's, you know, they're, they're so committed to the run that Adrian Peterson had some good games against some stout run defenses but again this is the playoffs semifinals you want to make sure that you're playing guys with great matchups that you're confident in and I'm not sure you can do that with Adrian Peterson and uh that's you know outside of McLaren I, I don't see a really good play for the Redskins so uh you're riding with McLaren he's uh he's the Redskins uh only hope in this game and uh, there's after that uh I wouldn't chance it Next game is the Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. And it's going to be cold. I think weather might play a part in this. You'll have to check the weather on Sunday. I think that can definitely cause some issues. Packers are 4.5 favorites. I think the Packers win, but I'm taking the Bears in the points just because if weather is indeed a factor, I can see it being a field goal type game. 
So I, I take the Packers to win by a field goal. So give me the Bears and the points. On the on the Bears side of the ball, Taylor Gabriel is out again, which means give me a whole lot of Anthony Miller. Give me a whole lot of Allen Robinson. I think those are safe plays uh, against the Packers. And, you know, David Montgomery has a great matchup against the Packers. Packers are 28th against the Rush. David Montgomery, though, kind of scares me because the Bears don't use them, and when they do use him, if he's not effective after a couple touches, they go away from him pretty quickly. So uh, matchup-wise, I really like David Montgomery, but the way that the Bears have been using him, I'm not that big on him. I think if you have a other running back option to maybe uh, get away from David Montgomery just because of what a question mark he is, I, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to think of someone that you might be able to play. Miles Sanders, of course, I'd rather play over David Montgomery. Uh, Adrian Peterson, even though I told you to uh, not start him, I I actually might play him over David Montgomery just because I at least know that he's going to get volume. Patrick Laird for the Dolphins, you know, I think he'll get volume. And that's what scares me with Montgomery is just, I don't think he'll get enough touches and and, uh, he has a low ceiling in, in my opinion. Mitch Trubisky. I could see the game going either way where he has a good game or he has a bad game. And uh, if anyone's been listening to these podcasts, everyone knows I'm not big on Mitchell Trubisky. I, I don't think he's good. They've been using him better, though, lately. And I don't think he's a top 12 quarterback. So I'd bench him if you don't have anyone else. And, yeah, roll with him. He, he can get some yards and some touchdowns against his Packers defense. But I, I, I like a other quarterbacks a whole lot better than Mitchell Trubisky. On the Packers side of the ball, Devontae Adams is not even on the injury report. That's good. The Packers actually look really healthy. Uh, Jimmy Graham's questionable with the wrist and the groin. I'm not playing him anyways against the Bears. So Devontae Adams I like. I like Aaron Jones a whole lot. I like Jamal Williams, I and I like uh, Aaron Rodgers, to be honest. I, I would Aaron Rodgers at home... I might play him just because he's Aaron Rodgers, especially when since it's a playoff game. The issue is the weather, and then, you know, the Bears' defense is pretty good, but they've been slipping a little bit lately. So I, Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams, I think, can still be a thing. And, and then, you know, his dump-offs to Aaron Jones, I think, could be effective. So uh, Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys that uh, can – blow up at any time and it wouldn't surprise me being at home against the the Bears if he does that again the weather permitting if the weather's bad I would probably pivot to something else that's a little bit uh eh, a little bit better and uh I, I tight end position I think you just need to stay away from in regards to the Green Bay Packers and this, depending on the weather, this could be a good defensive play for the Bears or the Packers. Uh, it could be a game where uh, the, both offenses kind of get stuck in the mud, and it uh, could be a good play either way. The next game, the New England Patriots at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Patriots are 10-point road favorites. And I'll be honest, I would probably take the Patriots in the 10 points. Usually I'm not so, uh, I've been taking a lot of the uh, points or taking the team giving up the points, but uh, I really think the Patriots beat the Bengals by 10, especially with uh, their 
their showing last week. I, I think they're a little more motivated. And they definitely have matchups they can exploit against the Bengals. Uh, on the Patriots side of the ball, I like everybody. I mean, Tom Brady, I think, is a, a great play. Julian Edelman is a great play. I mean, even Mohamed Sanu, even though he's been kind of injured, I, I think he's a good play. I think uh, uh, Sony Michelle, the, the human PlayStation, is a good play. I think James White's a good play. Now, I know if you're a Sony Michelle owner, you're nervous, and you should be, because even with his good matchups, he hasn't done what you expect from uh, the human PlayStation. But uh, I think he has a good game. And But I'm saying that, I won't tell you you need to start him because I get the trepidation in regards to his production. Uh, James White, I definitely think he could be a start of the week almost. I, I just think receiving and uh, running the ball, you know, this is the type of matchup that uh, screams James White uh, production all, all the way around. And I think, again, he might potentially be a good start of the week that you uh, could consider. So, again, start everybody that you can on the Patriots is the uh, moral of the story. Bengals, on the Bengals side of the ball, I don't like anybody. Joe Mixon's a great running back and a talent, and he's been really productive. And it's a shame that you can't really play him against New England in the playoffs, but I actually would probably put him on the bench. I think he'll get volume. And, you know, maybe if you have him as your flex, you're in good shape. So maybe you'd want to play him as a flex. But I just think this is a matchup that uh, the New England's going to be focused on Joe Mixon. And they're going to make other people beat them. And so it's going to be a, a low uh, production day for Joe Mixon. Which means I don't like Andy Dalton. Don't like Tyler Boyd. Uh, Gilmore will be on Boyd. So I don't like that. You know, maybe John Ross gets a bomb or something. That could potentially happen. And probably I like John Ross better than anyone on the Bengals. But saying that, I don't really like John Ross. I just like him the best on the Bengals. So uh, I would stay away from Bengals this week, unfortunately. This next game is the Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans. Titans are favored by three. And since they're the home team, I would happen to agree with that. I say uh, go with the Tennessee Titans, give up the three points. If anything, I think, you know, it, it could be a push. I think it's going to be that close of a game. Texans are kind of hurting. Titans are on a roll. Uh, Will Fuller's questionable. I think he plays, but I wouldn't. I would kind of stay away from Will Fuller. DeAndre Hopkins, I'm playing. I'm definitely playing DeAndre Hopkins. I think Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, this matchup's not a good matchup for him. You're, you're playing Deshaun Watson regardless. I'd just be kind of nervous about the matchup. And I definitely like the uh, the tight end position, whether it's Fells, and it looks like Fells is the one that's going to be playing, so you can probably play Fells as well. I like Darren Fells. I don't, well, and I like uh, Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson as well. Titans haven't done, you know, they've been slipping a little bit the last couple of weeks on the at the running back position. And Duke Johnson's been starting to play great. I think the issue is they need to be using him more than they do, and, and they haven't. They're still kind of stubborn on Carlos Hyde. 
So I think you can start either one of those running backs as a flex. Don't go more than a flex, though. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, on the Titan side of the ball, I love Ryan Tannehill. I do. I think he has an amazing game against the Texans, especially at home. He is a guy that you need to be playing in your lineups all the way across the board. I really like A.J. Brown. I know Corey Davis is on the other side. Uh, Adam Humphreys is out again. Uh, it's going to be A.J. Brown. And and I say I like A.J. Brown. you still got to be careful, though, because the, the Texans have done a great job at stopping the receiver the last three or four games. So by no means do I think A.J. Brown's going to just explode and have an amazing day like he did last week. Um, but he's really one of their only receiving options. So I do. I like him. Uh, I also like Janu Smith. I think he has a good game against the Texans. You can start him. I think those are going to be the two main receiving options. And Derrick Henry, of course, you got to play Derrick Henry. He has a prime matchup. I mean, Derrick Henry could be the guy this week. So if you're a Derrick Henry owner, you're going to be really confident coming into this week, and you might be able to... Uh, yeah, just it could help you win your week for sure. So, defense, I like the Titans' defense a little bit more than the Texans' defense. Um, I think you can play both of them, though. Um, actually, I take that back. Texans, I think, are at a point you can't play them. They're not a top 12 for me, but tech Titans, for sure, I think you can play them, especially at home. The Seahawks at the Panthers, and... I it's a it's a six and a half point spread and I am doing it. I'm taking the Seahawks in the six and a half. Panthers have just been a train wreck lately. Uh, Ron Rivera was not the issue at all. Um, Greg Olson looks like he's doubtful. So if he does play, um, you got to play him. But if not, you need to play Ian Thomas. That's how good the matchup is. Seahawks are horrible against the tight end. And, yeah, I think the Seahawks, you know, they've had a couple of bad weeks in general where they haven't been moving their offense very well, but I think this changes against the Panthers. Panthers have just not looked very good these, man, like last four weeks. So, um, quarterback Kyle Allen, I, I would stay away from him. I don't think he has a good game. Seahawks defense is pretty stout. They do give up passing yards, but I don't think that helps Kyle Allen out a lot. Um, you're obviously starting TJ Moore. He's a number one receiver. He looks good, but I think you uh, can sit Curtis Samuel. He's touchdown dependent, and if he doesn't score, he doesn't uh, give you too many, uh, too many... He doesn't give you enough yards to play him out you know if he doesn't score so you're sitting Curtis Samuel Christian McCaffrey you're definitely playing regardless as Christian McCaffrey but he's had a two weeks now where he hasn't lived up to expectations on what you wanted so um again you're playing him it's Christian McCaffrey but he can have a rough go against the Seahawks on uh speaking of the Seahawks I uh I like everybody I like Russell Wilson I think he has a great game. I like Tyler Lockett. If you know he seems to be recovered from his injury, 
didn't have a great week the last three weeks, but uh, he, he's been hurt. So now that he's healthy, I think he gets back to being Russell Wilson's go-to guy. I like DK Metcalf. I like Jacob Hollister. I love Chris Carson. I think Chris Carson's going to have a, just an amazing game, almost a Derrick Henry-type game with this matchup. You should be playing him and reaping the rewards and feeling good about yourself after this. So, especially with uh, Rashad Penny being hurt, you just got to keep going with Chris Carson. He's going to be a stud for you the rest of the way. The Denver Broncos at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by 10 points. I think that's a little outrageous. Chiefs have an amazing offense. I will give them that. But I like Denver's defense, too. I think they're underrated, and they've been playing a lot better lately. So... Uh, give me the Broncos and the 10 points. That's just way too many for this game. And I actually say that pretty confidently. I On the Broncos side of the ball, I like Drew Locke. The Chiefs defense is nothing to write home about. So I think Drew Locke, he already went into Houston and had an amazing game. He's playing in front of friends and family. Uh, so I think he has that extra motivation to put on a show. And I think he has a big game. So I'm going with... Drew Locke, Noah Fant, I think, is his target. You need to be playing Noah Fant if you can. I, I just like his matchup. He is questionable, so if he doesn't play, I wouldn't be playing any of the other Broncos tight ends. So you need to pivot away from uh, Noah Fant altogether. But uh, if he does play, I think he has a prime matchup and probably uh, one of the better matchups of the week. So Cortland Sutton, you're playing. He's the number one. He didn't have a great week last week, but don't let that deter you. I think he has an amazing week. And Philip Lindsay, I like a lot. I think you can play Philip Lindsay, and he has a pretty productive game catching and running. I don't feel confident enough in Royce Freeman. I know he scored a touchdown last week, but uh, he's really touchdown dependent at this point. So for you know being in the playoffs, you, I would stay away from Freeman, and, and really Lindsay is, is the guy. On the Chiefs side of the ball... Patrick Mahomes, you're playing him. Regardless, it doesn't matter. It's Patrick Mahomes. Travis Kelsey, you're playing him. It doesn't matter. And, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill, you're, you're playing him. It doesn't matter because it's Tyreek Hill. But I, I don't – I think Denver can shut down Tyreek Hill a little bit. So don't expect a huge game from him. And uh, outside of Tyreek Hill, I think McCole Hardman's the only other option. I mean, he's a big play threat. He doesn't get a lot of looks. But when he does, they're – big plays and I'd rather take his upside over anyone else you know Sammy Watkins I'm out on completely for ever uh the rest of the season for sure he he just you look outside of week one and he hasn't done anything so uh, I wouldn't even be considering him and if you do have him on your roster you're probably not in the playoffs to be honest so um uh Robertson I would bench him as well I I, I wouldn't feel com- confident uh, playing him LaShawn McCoy, I think, is a running back to own, and I do, yes, I like him. I play him against Denver, catching the ball, receiving. Everyone's hurt, uh, so Damian Williams doesn't look like he's coming back. Daryl Williams is on IR. Darwin Thompson hasn't been used like what people thought, and they actually would probably use Spencer Ware more than they would Darwin Thompson in this. So having said that, since he just got signed... I, I think LaShawn McCoy is the main back and, and the, the, the go-to person that you need to be playing. 
So, uh, defensive-wise, I think, you know, you want to stay away from both defenses if you're in the playoffs uh, during this matchup. I actually think it's going to be higher scoring than, uh, at least on the Broncos' side, than uh, than people think. So, this will be a good game. The Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins at New York Giants. Giants are favored by three. Give me the Giants. I'll give up the three points. I think the Giants win by more than three. Especially being at home, and especially with the Dolphins being kind of undermatched, or overmatched, I should say, in this one. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I like his moxie. I like his connection with Devontae Parker. I don't think Devontae Parker plays. I mean, he might. It's something to definitely be looking for. But if I had to bet on it, I would say that Devontae Parker is not going to play. And that really, you know, Albert Wilson's already out. They really don't have a lot of receiving options now at this point. So, I mean, if I had to play a Dolphins receiver, I guess I'd play Alan Hearns would be my go-to, which for a playoff game, I wouldn't be doing that. I don't feel confident in that. I like Patrick Laird just because I think, at, you know, running back, he'll be getting a lot of volume. So he'll be getting the carries, get some targets. So Patrick Laird would be probably the guy that I would play on the Dolphins, and that's it. Giant side of the ball, Daniel Jones will be out. So Eli Manning's a play. I like Eli Manning a lot in this matchup. I think he has a great week. And I like his options with Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate. I think you can play any of them. Uh, and you should be playing all of them. So Saquon Barkley, I like him too. So as you can see, I think there's a lot of options for the Giants and not so much for the Dolphins. So I think they easily cover the three points and... Yeah, you need to be playing anyone you can on the Giants' side of the ball this week. I just think they're going to have a big game. And uh, Giants are going to win this. The Jacksonville Jaguars at the Oakland Raiders. This will probably, well, this will be Oakland's last game at uh, their the Oakland Coliseum that they play at. And uh, that's unfortunate, but uh, they'll be moving to Vegas to, you know, greener pastures. Jaguars are actually uh, the underdog, rightfully so. Raiders are favored to win by six and a half points. I would actually take the Jaguars on this one and give me the six and a half points. I, I think the Raiders definitely win, but the way the Raiders offense has been going... Six and a half points is an awful lot to win by. So I, give me the Jaguars, but Raiders ultimately win. Jaguars don't have DJ Chark. So that's scary to me. Not having DJ Chark is their... He, he's the man in Jacksonville. I think it opens it up a little bit for D.D. Westbrook. So and, and Chris Conley especially. I think Chris Conley benefits from that. Chris Conley being the big play guy, um, I would definitely I would play both Westbrook and Conley against the Raiders. To be honest, Leonard Fournette, I would play him against the Raiders. I think he has a great matchup, so I, I wouldn't hesitate on that. And uh, Gardner Minshew, uh, he's not in my top twelve. I'd probably keep him on the bench, but he is an intriguing option. Especially, like I said, with how many big plays the Raiders give up in the passing offense, Gardner Minshew could potentially have a big game. So it's really a matter of preference, but uh, he's just barely outside my top 12. 
on the Raiders side of the ball. Uh, I like Derek Carr. I, I think you can play him. I don't like Tyrell Williams. He hasn't been doing anything, so it's, it's been disappointing. With the, uh, I do like Darren Waller. I think Darren Waller has an outstanding game. You need to be putting him in in all your lineups. I really like Josh Jacobs, and I really like DeAndre Washington, depending on which one plays. If Jacobs plays, put him in there. He's a great play. I actually think he's one of the best plays of the week. Uh, but that's dependent on if he plays is the issue. So if not, I think you can go over to DeAndre Washington and have a really good play there as well, and you need to be playing him if you're in the playoffs. So either one works in that regard. The Browns at the Cardinals, and this is kind of an interesting game. I like almost everyone on both sides of the ball. Cardinals are horrible at defending the pass. I mean, Hunt, stardom. Nick Chubb, stardom. Jarvis Landry, definitely stardom. I think he has a huge game. Uh, Odell Beckham, uh, stardom. I Especially as a, you know the, a flex, I think he could have a big game. Um, I hate to say that because Beckham's been so disappointing and not to say he won't disappoint here, but the matchup says he shouldn't. So I think you you roll the dice on that. Uh, I actually really like uh, David Joku. I he started to get game action last week. Cardinals are the absolute worst at defending the tight end. So I think you can roll with Joku, and uh, it will definitely be worth your while. So throw him in the lineup. Baker Mayfield, you're starting him for sure. Basically starting everybody. Now I realize starting everybody, you know. Yards and touchdowns aren't going to go to everybody, but with the matchup, you you know you roll the dice on that. You you put the person in playing the Cardinals, and uh, more than likely you're going to be on the uh, on the uh, the the better side in regards to yards and touchdowns against them. On, on the Cardinal side of the ball, Kyler Murray. I, I like Kyler Murray. I think he has a bounce back game. He hasn't been playing great, especially lately. It's like he hit the rookie wall, but. I like him, and I think you play him. Christian Kirk, I like Christian Kirk a lot. I think he gets a lot of volume. You need to play him. I like Larry Fitzgerald. I think Larry Fitzgerald's a a flex receiver you might be able to play this week. And that's kind of sticking my neck out because, you know, he gets a lot of targets, but he hasn't been getting points, hasn't been scoring, hasn't been getting a ton of yards. But I like Fitzgerald in this matchup, and I really like – uh, I really like uh, Drake, uh, Karen Drake, in this matchup. Um, I think that he could potentially just have a breakout type game, and uh, you got to be excited about it. So if you have Kenyon Drake, then yeah, roll with Kenyon. Uh, this is the Kenyon week for sure. Defensive wise, I'd stay away from both defenses. I think it's a high scoring kind of shootout type game for both both of them, and. Uh, it's kind of, you know, with the, the Cardinals high-flying offense, and I think you're going to see it come alive uh, more so than you have in the last couple of weeks where they had uh, really tough uh, matchups, as, you know, playing the, the Steelers and, you know, 49ers and the like. So roll with the Cardinals, roll with the Browns. And, you know, with the, the point spread, I actually... It is a tough one. Browns are favored by three. I'm going with the Cardinals and taking the three points. I, I think this could be an upset. 
I think the Cardinals can uh, can win this game. And, you know, Browns have to go all the way to, the, to Arizona. And so, yeah, give me the Cardinals and the three points in this one. The Vikings at the Chargers. So the Minnesota Vikings at Los Angeles Chargers. Vikings are favored by one and a half points. I like that. I'd go with the Vikings on this. Uh, Chargers are kind of a mess right now. Having said that, on the Chargers side of the ball, I do like a lot of their players. I don't like Keenan Allen in this one, but I do like Mike Williams. I do like Melvin Gordon, and I do like Austin Eckler. So I'm not big on Phillip Rivers. I would not be playing him, especially if you're in the playoffs. But uh, the running backs and Mike Williams, I do like Hunter Henry. I like him a whole lot. You need to be playing him. I just always like Hunter Henry, and he's in every week play regardless of the matchup. And then on the Viking side of the ball, I'm not liking the Kyle Rudolph play this week. Adam Thielen is supposed to be coming back, so I think that takes away from Kyle Rudolph. I think you play Adam Thielen just because it's Adam Thielen. There is a little bit of risk because he tried to come back before and couldn't do it, so you worry about him getting re-injured. But uh, I like Thielen. I like I like Diggs. Chargers are pretty decent at stopping the pass, but I'm starting both of those guys. And obviously you're starting Dalvin Cook. I like Dalvin Cook. Madison is hurt. He's not going to be playing. Uh, he has an ankle injury. So having said that, it's going to be a Dalvin Cook show. And Dalvin Cook is an every week play regardless anyways. And I, I'm not big on Kirk Cousins this week though. So I, I wouldn't be playing Kirk Cousins. I don't like the matchup enough to be putting him into a playoff game so you can leave Kirk Cousins on the bench and uh, roll with Cook and uh, Thielen and Diggs on this one the Atlanta Falcons at the San Francisco 49ers in old NFC West matchup <laughs> Niners are favored by 10 and a half points man I think that's just a lot of points Falcons defense has been a lot better lately than they were earlier on so it's not the great matchup that it looked like coming in I'm taking the Falcons and the points I think the 49ers win but give me the points on the Falcons on the Falcons side of the ball I, I don't like a lot of options especially with Calvin Ridley being hurt I, I Austin Hooper I guess um and actually I think you can go with Matt Ryan surprisingly I I actually, if you have Matt Ryan on your team, you need to be starting him. So I will say that. And I'm actually playing against a guy this week in the playoffs who is not playing Matt Ryan. But if I was him, he would be the guy that I play. I like Matt Ryan in this matchup. Um, and I, I will stand by that, even though it looks bad on paper. Like Austin Hooper, um, Julio Jones, you're playing regardless. It doesn't matter. I don't like Devontae Freeman in this matchup at all. And, you know, the conundrum of Blake and uh, Zacchaeus or whatever, Alamid, I can't pronounce his last name. Um, all those guys, Justin Hardy, who knows, I'm, I'm out on all of them. So, uh, having said that on the Niners side of the ball, uh, Raheem Mas uh, Mustard, I like him a lot. I think you need to be playing him. And uh, so, yeah, play. You're, you're playing Raheem. I, 
it's not as great of a matchup as it looks like on paper, but Moster is just such a electric player that I think he's worth starting if you have him on your team. Uh, George Kittle, you're playing. I like him. And I like both Debo Samuel and uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I think you play both of them. So having said that, I like Jimmy Garoppolo. So I like everybody on the 49ers. I think you need to play them. But I will say that I, I do like the progress the Falcons defense has been making. And they're kind of a scary play. It's like you like the matchup and then you play the Falcons and they do better against your guys than you thought or wanted them to. And uh, Falcons have definitely been, at least their defense has given a lot of fantasy owners disappointment playing guys against them this year. So something to keep in mind when you're filling out your lineup. The Los Angeles Rams at the Dallas Cowboys. Rams are favored by a point and a half. And I would like to take the Cowboys in this one, but just the momentum of the Rams and how the Cowboys, I think, are kind of giving up on Jason Garrett. I'm going with the Rams and taking the point and a half. I think they win by at least a field goal. Their offense is a little more uh, high-powered right now. So having said that, on the Rams side of the ball, I'm not big on Todd Gurley. I think the Cowboys are able to shut him down a little bit. Malcolm Brown as well. Uh, I'm not if I'm not playing Gurley, I'm not playing Malcolm Brown. I, I like Jared Goff in this matchup, especially with the options of having Cup and Woods and Higby, because uh, Gerald Everett's not playing again. So if you have Cooper Cup or Robert Woods or Tyler Higby, you need to be playing all these guys. I dislike their matchups a lot, and they need to be yeah. They need to be guys that uh, you play in this matchup, uh, especially with the Cowboys. I just feel like their defense is starting to fall off a little bit. You're not going to start Brandon Cooks. He's on your bench. He just has been disappointing, and he's not even being targeted right now. So it's not to say he's not capable of having a good game, but I wouldn't feel comfortable starting him, It be, you know, it being a playoff week. Cowboys side of the bar, uh, ball, bar. <laughs> Cowboys side of the ball, I like uh, Ezekiel Elliott. You got to play him. Dak Prescott, I think you can play him. He's a playmaker, so you need to be playing him. Jason Witten, Blake Jarwin, bench. Uh, Amari Cooper you can play with confidence because he's at home, so I think this is a good matchup for Amari Cooper. You can play him. I know Jalen Ramsey will be on him, but he's a different receiver at home, so play Amari Cooper. Play Michael Gallup. And, yeah, this should be a fun game. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And you're, you're, you're pretty much all your studs on both teams. You're, you're going to be playing in this matchup. The Sunday Night Spectacular, the Buffalo Bills at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are favored by a point and a half. And it's crazy because the Steelers don't really have anyone on their offense anymore. They're all hurt all the time, and yet... They keep winning and playing well, so I'm actually, with the Steelers being at home, I'm picking them, and I'll take, you know, I'll give up the one and a half points because I think they win by more than that, but it's going to be a great game, and for fantasy football-wise, I don't think it's going to be a good game unless you have one of the defenses, so if you have the Bills or Steelers defense, you are playing both of them, but, you know, Josh Allen, Frank Gore, Devin Singletary, John Brown, 
you're not playing. You're probably going to have them on your bench. I think if you had to play anybody, you'd be playing Cole Beasley or Dawson Knox based off of, uh, you know, the, the, the matchup. Um, even though Steelers have been pretty phenomenal at, you know, defending the slot, uh, you know, they held Cooper Cup to zero catches, but I just think that, uh, Cole Beasley has at least a average game where he's not going to kill you. And, uh, Dawson Knox can actually have a, a pretty good game, but, uh, it, it's a risky play because Dawson Knox hasn't done a whole lot this year, uh, in general. So uh, Pittsburgh Steelers side of the ball, I don't like anybody, you know, James Conner might come back, but what does that look like? Will it be hurt again? Well, you know, he's going to be splitting carries regardless because I don't want him to uh, get re-injured. So you're still going to see Benny Snell. You're still going to see uh, Terrell Edmonds or Terrell Edmonds, Trey Edmonds. Um, and yeah, so you're going to be seeing the whole backfield. Duck Hodges, I don't like. He's a rookie playing against a pretty formidable defense for once. So keep him on your bench. Uh, I like Dante Johnson. He's a playmaker. So I think you could probably play Dante Johnson. And I, I like Dante Johnson in this game. So Dante Johnson on the Steelers. And that's it. That's all I would be playing. Smith-Schuster looks like he's going to be out again. Connor's going to play. And, yeah, that's tough break and this is going to be a defensive quagmire where offense is missing in action so don't uh don't put your fantasy hopes on this game please especially with it being the playoffs this next game is the monday night spectacular and it is the indianapolis colts at the new orleans saints saints are favored by nine i'm going with Colts, give me the nine points. Uh, Colts are an alright team. They've been fading, but nine points is a lot, so I'll take those nine points. I think the Saints win. I just don't think it's by nine. Having said that, on the Colts side of the ball, there's there's some fantasy options. At receiver, I'm with Lattimore probably going to be uh, guarding Zach Pascal. I like Marcus Johnson. I think Marcus Johnson's going to be a good play. And I say that because Patrick Robinson's going to be out. And I just... Von Bell's going to be out. So I think there's some passing yards to be had. But I think it's going to be the secondary receiver. Because they're going to shut down Pascal. And it's crazy to say, but he's their number one receiving option right now with all the injuries. T.Y. Hilton is questionable. I just don't think he plays. You're not going to risk it. So Marcus Johnson is my go-to on the Colts. And Jack Doyle at tight end, I think you need to be playing Jack Doyle because they need to throw the ball around, and outside of Marcus Johnson, there's not a lot out there. So Doyle's another great play. And Marlon Mack, I think you need to be playing Marlon Mack. He's a good running back, and this is a type of game where, you know, he might not get all the rushing yards since the Saints are good at stopping the rush, but he's still a good receiving threat out of the backfield, so you need to consider that. On the Saints side of the ball, Drew Brees is the man. You're playing him, especially after the week that he just had. So if you're playing Drew Brees with confidence. You're playing Michael Thomas with confidence, of course. You're playing, man, I, I think this is a big game for uh, Traquan Smith. Ted Ginn I would probably keep on my bench, to be honest. Uh, Jared Cook is still around he's still there I, I think he played Jared Cook 
Alvin Kamara, who's been a big disappointment and is even getting good matchups and not producing, you got to be playing Alvin Kamara. I mean, he's one of the guys you drafted in the first round. It's the playoffs. You just got to ride with him. Uh, ride or die with him. So you're going to, you know, if you played him last week and you still won, then your team's good enough that you might be able to still win with a, another dud from Kamara. But it's definitely disappointing. But you need to be you need to be playing him and I, I do like this matchup against the Colts with him. Uh Latavius Murray not confident and he needs to be on your bench. So yeah, th- there's definitely a lot of fantasy goodness in this Monday night matchup. It's just uh there also could be some disappointment as well. Now it's time for our Burke and Ms. The Wiz Montalban starts of the week. These are guys that you should be playing regardless. They're going to be the ones that are going to carry you to victory. We'll also go over the ones we did last week. We'll start it off with QB. I have Jameis Winston against Detroit. Yeah, you're going to get the turnovers. He could potentially have three, but that doesn't include the four or five touchdowns that he's been getting and, and the yards. So... Jameis Winston just has too good of a matchup against Detroit. And, of course, this is if he plays, and it looks like he is. Uh, I just don't see a better matchup anywhere uh, this week than Jameis Winston. I had Kirk Cousins against the Lions last week, and that turned out to be a dud. I mean, he was productive, but just wasn't the big start that I wanted it to be or thought it was going to be. So I will take the L on that one. And, uh, yeah. Pretty disappointing because, I, again, I, I really liked that matchup and thought he was going to have a great week. Uh, Derrick Henry is our running back against Houston. I just like Derrick Henry. He is a stud, and Houston has not been playing good defense at all. And I think this is a big week for him where he just explodes onto the scene. Um, not that he wasn't exploding onto the scene all year. I had Leonard Fournette last week against the Chargers, which was another dud. He actually was a complete dud. Wasn't even productive whatsoever. So that was an L on the running back start of the week. But uh, hopefully I'm, we'll do a lot better with this Derrick Henry pick. I, I really like this matchup more than all the other matchups uh, in, this, uh, in this fantasy football week. Wide receiver, I have Chris Godwin against Detroit. Someone's got to be catching all those touchdowns and yards from Jameis Winston, and Mike Evans is hurt, so I'm rolling with Chris Godwin. I think he's the start of the week at receiver. He's just too good, and he's going to get a lot of volume his way, so I don't think there's anyone better in regards to the production that he's going to have this week. My one last week was Devontae Adams against the Packers, and or sorry, against Washington. And that was a disappointment. The whole Packers offense was kind of disappointing. So uh, another L on that. I've never had a start of the week where I had three straight L's in my uh, choices. But, uh, yeah, swallowed my pride a little bit and known that it uh, wasn't a good week for uh, Devontae Adams. Tight end. I have Noah Fant against Kansas City. If he plays, of course, this is another one where he's questionable. I think he plays, and I really like that matchup against Kansas City. I think Drew Locke looks his way often. Uh, he's a big play tight end. He's an exciting tight end, and I think he 
provides the most production at the position this week. I had Darren Waller versus the Titans last week, and that proved to be kind of a hit. I mean, he didn't have a touchdown, but he had the receptions in the yard. So uh, I call that a win in my book, and uh, uh, I'm glad I uh, got uh, one pick right on that. Uh, Defense this week, I have New England against the Bengals. This is just a matchup where New England just dominates from start to finish. And, And I say that because the... New England lost last week, and they're definitely going to show want to. They're going to want to show the world that they're legit and the real thing. And uh, the Bengals are just the Bengals, so I think you can't go wrong with the New England defense against the Bengals, and and that's the play that you want to have. Um, having said that, last week was the Titans versus the Raiders, and eh, they Titans did decent. So I I'm. I'm sticking with that one. I thought that wasn't too bad. Titans dominated the Raiders. Uh, it was a blowout, which I didn't expect. And But the uh, Titans defense played well. Just uh, didn't have as many takeaways as what I envisioned. Now it's time for our FanDuel lineup. And I'm feeling pretty good about my lineup that I have this week. We will uh, start it off with our defense. I have the New York Giants D against Miami. They were $3,900, so I like the value there. And against Miami, again, I just don't think Miami has any more weapons left, especially if Devontae Parker's not playing. So give me the Giants all day long. At the flex position, I have Kenyon Drake versus the Cleveland Browns. It's at Arizona. Cleveland's 18th against the running back, but I just think Kenyon Drake's going to get receiving and rushing yards and going to be the catalyst of the offense in this one. So I start him with, yeah, I expect really good things from him, and I'm excited about uh, having him in my lineup, and I also think it's one that not a lot of people are going to consider when they're putting in their lineup. So it could be a play that if he has a great game not a lot of other people are going to have. Especially for $6,200, I I think it's good value. Noah Fant at tight end. He's my tight end play of the week against Kansas City. Kansas City's pretty bad defending the tight end. They're 27th. $5,700. I like the value on that. Give me Noah Fant all day long. No, uh, I'm not even second-guessing that decision. If he is hurt and you have to pivot, go Tyler Higbee. Because I think Tyler Higby is my second favorite option. And they're the same exact price. So it doesn't hurt you in the long run. My very first receiver is Jarvis Landry against Arizona. Arizona is really bad at defending the receiver. Jarvis Landry is the main receiver in Cleveland. Plays from the slot. Plays everywhere. $7,400. like the value there. Give me a whole lot of Jarvis Landry. At the other receiver position, I have Chris Godwin. He's obviously my play of the week, so I had to get him in there. He's expensive at $8,400, but I I just really like that matchup and think uh, he's you know he's set up to have a really big day, and so I'm kind of excited about that. And I didn't want to have a lineup without him in it. The last receiver spot, I have A.J. Brown. And I know he had a big week last week, and I'm not expecting that per se, but... Uh, and especially with Houston playing 
well against the receiver position. I just think that uh, there's not a lot of other options at, at receiver, and A.J. Brown is a, a specimen. Uh, he's hard to bring down, and he's a playmaker. So I I, I, I definitely, at $6,200 too, I like that value where his talent uh, outshines the matchup, and it's a great value at 6200 At running back, the first running back position, I have uh, Miles Sanders against Washington. Washington is bottom 10 at stopping the rush. I think between receiving and rushing, Miles Sanders gets a lot of targets and volume, and especially with Jordan Howard being out, and Alshon Jeffrey and Nelson Aguilar. So I expect to see a lot of Miles Sanders. And I, I think they mix in Boston Scott, but that doesn't deter me. At $6,800, Miles Sanders is a bargain for me. My other running back position, I have Chris Carson against Carolina. Carolina is the worst defensive team against the running back. It used to be Detroit, now it's Carolina. And, you know, Rashad Penny is hurt. Chris Carson is not. He's going to get all the volume. $7,400, too, is a value to me. So, I yeah, I, I like Chris Carson in this. And he's another one that, going into this week, he, I wanted him in my matchups, uh, in my FanDuel lineup. And, uh, yeah, he just has... A terrific matchup and great value. My quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, $7,600. Houston's 27th against the pass. I just like it. He's been, been on fire, so I'm going with the hot hand. There's definitely a lot of other options I looked at, like Drew Locke and, you know, um, David Bly even looked at, to be honest. He has a good matchup, but overall, I like Ryan Tannehill and I have that A.J. Brown connection again. Uh, and so... I'm, I really like this lineup, and I think it's going to be a money winner for whoever uses it. So good luck, and uh, happy football watching. That will do it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed uh, talking to you about who to start, who to sit for Week 15. I hope my advice gets you to the championship game, and yeah, you uh, win that as well. So we'll be uh, getting back to you guys on Monday or Tuesday about pickups, uh, assuming that you do make it to the championship. My name is Ms. The Wiz Montalban. You could reach me on Twitter at Ms. The Wiz Montalban or email me at Ms. Montalban at gmail.com. That's M O N T A L B A N. I. Hope you have a great week of watching football this weekend, and I wish your team luck making it to the championship. Take care.